Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Money Lion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. I'm your host with the most, Rocco Williams, here on the MRN Crew Call. And I'm not alone today. I'm so excited. I have my boy. I have my boy. I can call you my ace, man. I really can. You know, I don't care if anybody knows it. You know, I'll probably get a lot of slack on pit road, you know, because I'm I'm fanboying a little bit. But Chad Averitt is in studio with us, rear tire changer on the number nine Chevy Camaro. Right? Is that right? Did I say that right? That's right. Chevy Camaro ZL1. That's right. Driven by Chase Elliott. Chad Averitt, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming in today. Absolutely. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, the weekend that was at Atlanta. Triple header in Atlanta, my hometown track. Um, in a nutshell, how was your weekend? Ooh, our weekend was a little tough. Um, <laughs> a little tough. Yeah, you have the new setup. It was kind of the first track we had to. Well, to first s- of all, let me stop you there. It wasn't called a setup on TV. Oh, it okay. was called a package. The package. Okay. The package. The new package. <laughs> You know, we can say setup. I like yeah, setup better. We got to work out the kinks and figure it out. So we we had our ups and downs. We're we're working on it. I think we we have a good foundation to move <laughs> forward. Well, hey, like I say, we're not. It's only the second race of the year. True. So, like I said, Atlanta was, um, from my perspective, the first true test we were going to see as it relates to pit crew athletes and performing pit stops. So. Um, I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll get it together. Oh, yeah. It's don't let marathon. it happen on the third one. It's a it's marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> we've, we've been using that often. <laughs> Anyways, for our listeners, um, you know, you'll be able to hear about our weekend. But for those watching, I, you know, I have some slaw cam footage for you um, available. So uh, let's take a look at how it looked. Atlanta looked through my eyes, through my slaw cam, if you don't mind. And then we'll get back and talk about it some more. All right. Thank <laughs> you. 
at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Chad, they didn't show your video on I, there, but... I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> I mean, I got to meet Miss Lisa Ray and everything, and I I didn't see that on there at all. She came up to pit road. What did Miss Lisa Ray say to you when she came up to your pit box? Well, I mean, she did her normal, like, hello, how are you? But then she informed me that white was her favorite color, so I had to show her all the white parts of my fire suit and make sure she liked them. No, she did. She was very <laughs> impressed. And that was a funny story how um, Lisa Ray got to the track... She wasn't even aware that she was coming to the racetrack. She thought she was going to the gym. And um, her friend who brought her to the track, you know, she was planning to wait in the car. And I'm like, no way we can have uh, Miss Lisa Ray wait in the car. NASCAR um, hooked her up with um, hot passes and credentials. And she became a race fan that day, you know, and the impact that she that um, you guys made on her walking down pit road. I mean, it opened up her eyes, and you can just tell. You know, when you see a new race fan, you see that twinkle in the eyes? Oh, yeah. She had that. <laughs> she did. She looked very nice to go to the gym. Well, you know, <laughs> I might have been fanboying on you, but I'm definitely a Lisa Ray groupie. So, uh, no, that was a highlight of my trip. But um, enough of Lisa Ray. We got to talk pit stops, and I definitely want to talk about you as well and uh, just how you, got your, how you got your start in the sport, Chad. How did you get into the sport? Um, I kind of moved out here from North or from California to North mm-hmm. Carolina, and I was fortunate enough to um, be in the same place when Red Bull was holding one of their combines. Okay. So, which a lot of the teams now host their own combines and invite mm-hmm. athletes out, and I was fortunate enough to attend the combine, and one of I was one of the athletes that they chose out of the combine. Really? And you are from California? Yeah, Southern California. Southern California. Was racing really big growing up for you? So it wasn't huge. Like I had, there was more of like the off-road scene out there, okay. um, desert racing and stuff like that. Um, but my dad did always have it on on Sundays. Like when I would pass the TV on a Sunday, it was normally on whether he was watching it or he was walking by it. He just had it on just in case something happened. <laughs> um, so I did end up getting a dirt car and kind of playing around with a little bit of the off-road or Explain, racing what stuff. what do you mean, getting a dirt car? So at the you time... You went to Walmart and got a dirt car. No, so I had friends that were racing dirt cars, and one ended up... Um, he, there was a car he ended up... One of my friends wanted to sell, and my mom was super excited about it. She always liked racing. Mm-hmm. So she ended up buying this dirt car and talked me into driving it, and of course I wasn't going to say no. <laughs> so um, when I lived in Phoenix, I used to drive back and forth from Phoenix to California just to drive it every other weekend. So my dad did all the work, and I would just basically show up and drive it. It's and, great. And how many years is this for you now? Ooh, great question. This might be my 12th season. 12th season. Yeah. Well, like so much more I want to talk to you about. We're going to get into all that. Guys, stay by your phones. We're going to be right back.
Next time those engines roar, don't just get pumped up. Get 5% cash back with Money Lion. Our members get 5% cash back on up to $2,000 in annual purchases of tickets to a NASCAR race from authorized ticket sellers. You'll also get 5% off any at-track purchases and all purchases on NASCAR.com. Just use your Moneyline debit card and it couldn't be easier. Join the world's most powerful financial membership, Moneyline. Here we roar. Experience different. Boyer sees the checkered flag. Experience excitement, drama, and action. And he wins the SPP 500. Experience NASCAR at its best. Experience Martinsville. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series returns to Martinsville Speedway March 24th for the SDP 500. Tickets start at just $47 and are on sale now. Call 877-RACE-TICKS or visit martinsvillespeedway.com today to start your experience. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. All right, all right, all right. Rocco Williams, and I'm back. MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. We have Chad Averett, 10-plus-year veteran. He says 10, he says 12 years, you said? I believe so. Who's counting? When were we working together? Uh, A couple years ago. It was just a couple years? Yeah. Starting forever. Starting in 2012 till you decided to retire. Are you the oldest? uh, Are you the most polished? The most seasoned <laughs> crew member on your team? I'd love to say no, but yes. Okay, so with that being said, is there any pressure for you to um, be a leader for your team? Um, I don't. I mean, I guess it. There's a little bit of pressure. I, I don't technically see it as pressure. It's more of the ability to help mold or show the younger people coming into the sport a little bit of work ethic, work ethic like mm-hmm. professionalism, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could call it pressure. Yeah, really. So, how do you how do you respond to it? How do you prepare um, for that each week? Um, well, it's not that I have to prepare for it every mm-hmm. week. I think I'm. I just make sure what I'm doing at any moment is is what you would want to see. You okay. know, like a younger individual, you want to teach them how to do things right, or like you don't want them to learn the hard way. You mm-hmm. want you want to help them out so they know that that's just the right way to do it the first time, instead of trying to find shortcuts for anything. Else. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a balance be- behind that because I feel like you're so confident in what you do and doing what you do that you can teach anybody what you want and you can guide them down the right path on how to act. But can you really teach somebody to do something exactly the way you do it? No, I don't think so. I, I think they're always going to find their way, but you mm-hmm. teach them the balance between doing it correctly and then having a little fun. while. Like this is a sport. We're supposed to enjoy it regardless of the pressure, which we're all under no matter because we're, we're there to compete. Yeah, Everything's based on how well we do something. So, uh, I mean, you just try to make sure they're doing well and having a good time and, and not stepping on anybody's toes or sponsors or making <laughs> sure they do it the right way because at the end of the day, the, the sponsors are what's most important and you got to make them happy. Do you have an apprentice, somebody that you kind of take under your wing over there at Hendrick Motorsports? I mean, I don't have one specific. I feel like throughout the years of me being there, 
uh, we've seen people come and go like we have in any other team. And you try to somebody you see that has potential or is struggling in a in a certain area that you know you can help. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of when you just step up and, and and try to point them in the right direction. That's a great point that you made. And uh, being that you are a veteran of of the of the sport and of that team, pit crew is not the only thing that you focus on. Which brings me into our um, money line financial crew chief segment of our show. And basically I wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit on what these younger crew members could be doing while they're pitting cars, but also preparing for life after pit stops. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. If I'm, if I correct me if I'm wrong, you um, owned swell board shop at the time. This was a business that you were co-owned or that you started. Is that correct? Uh, Me and my business partner, we started it. Um, back in 2014, um, and we recently closed it last year. But yeah, I I dabbled in the retail business. It's it's a tough business to be in. Um, I learned a lot. We had a lot of fun. Um, you say you dabbled yeah. in the retail business. What made you decide to get? All right, so let's go off the timeline. You're a tire changer first, correct? Or how does that go? You're a tire changer yeah. first, and when yes. did the business idea come into your mind? So, I mean, I I grew up. My parents owned. Um, a business Mm -hmm. and my grandfather owned a business. So I've kind of come from that background of always having that, that side hustle, I guess I should say. Um, so when I met my business partner here in North Carolina and we found out we grew up not maybe two hours from each other. So we're both from Southern California and we've always loved to do every, all of the sports you see from surfing to motocross to all the things you do in Southern California and then still go snowboarding because you can basically surf and snowboard the same day if you wanted to. Um, so we kind of dabbled in, or we kind of thought about doing the retail thing of opening mm-hmm. like a surf shop and bringing it to the lake atmospheres because we have a huge lake here and there's tons of water sports on it. So um, it was kind of just an idea we were throwing around. And when the location we decided to use came about, we heard about it. It was going to be lake access, mm-hmm. waterfront, um, and the ideas just started rolling. So we we seeked out the uh, the landlord at the time or the the company who was leasing out the property and just started talking and mm-hmm. and through that we kind of winged it and and started a business like <laughs> and fortunately we had some friends in the industry that helped vouch for us to get some of our big accounts that are tough to get mm-hmm. um the big name brands because it's it's hard to get your foot in the door as a brand new business with no clout um and fortunately we were able to do that and and build it from nothing and had some fun while doing it well you say that you built the business from nothing and you were changing tires at the time could you talk about any of our positive or negative experiences you might have had trying to juggle those two occupations? I mean, running a business full time is no easy venture for anybody, as well as you were competing at the highest level as a tire changer at the exact same time. There had to have been some type of frustration, some <laughs> type of stress going on. Could you just give us a little insight to that? Yeah, I mean, there's stresses in both of them, and you have to learn how to separate them, mm. obviously. Um which I felt like I did a decent job at, you know, nobody's perfect, but I feel like I was able to separate the stresses and kind of leave the business in North Carolina when I had to travel and and focus on racing Mm -hmm. at that time. And then Monday morning, it was right back to figuring out both. Really? So I got, it's, it's safe to say that, um, your cash card, your money line cash card was, um, Always full. Yeah. I I would have rather, I think, given it to Moneyline and just let them invest it for me. Well, Chad, you know, I I talk to um, and I work around a lot of younger athletes and younger 
aspiring pit crew members who want to obtain the success that you've had in your career. So, I mean, we cannot emphasize how important it is for these younger crew members to think about the future. You know, granted, um, you can perform at a high level in this sport for over 10 years, you know, and that average is a lot better than, let's say, your NFL athletes. But at the same time, all that does is give you more time to procrastinate that process. True. So, so true. you know, if um, while we close, just anything that you can give a younger athlete, a younger pit crew member, uh, something that he wouldn't think to ask you. Um, I mean, in reality, just do your research. If, if it's something I, if you want to start something, make sure you're super passionate about it because it's a 24 seven job. Like mm-hmm. it never goes away. No matter how hard you want it to, a business of your own doesn't go away. You're completely responsible for every end of it. <laughs> That's great. That's great advice. And uh, all you young cats who are looking out there, you young females, you young male, future pit crew all-stars, you know, heed the advice of Mr. Chad Averett. He's one of the best out there and um, has success on both ends of the spectrum, you know, owning his own business and performing as a tire changer. And we're going to talk about that tire changer when we come back. So sit tight, stay by your phones. We'll be back. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is quick, efficient, and personal. Unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature espresso drinks, classic coffees, custom-flavored infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. With over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily 5 a.m. till 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Everham, and Ashley Strenning. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on WingsNation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation Preview Podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. Hi, this is Mike Backley. Join me and the rest of the MRN crew every Tuesday night for NASCAR Live. We'll get you up to date with the latest news stories and ready for the upcoming race weekend. So many crazy things happen there. You know, it's one of those races where anything can happen, especially at the end. Hear exclusive interviews, expert analysis, and much more. Oh, yeah, boys. How about that? Oh, yeah. Great job. It's NASCAR Live this Tuesday night at 7 Eastern on the Motor Racing Network. Right, we're back with the MRN crew call presented by Money Lion. We're going to get into the part of the show I love the most. We're going to talk pit stops. We're going to talk performing. We're going to talk balling out on these. You know the rest, Chad. I tell you all that mm-hmm. at the track. We won't say it out loud. But anyways, we're going to talk pit stops. Tell me about Atlanta. Brad K won the race, and you know he's been getting a lot of attention because supposedly he had the flu, and um, he overcame the flu to um, showed a lot of tough and gritness to win that race. Has there ever been a time where you might have been a little ill or under the weather and you had to perform at a race like that? Yeah, I mean, it happens to all of us. I think mm-hmm. we've all been in that position. Um, it's just one of those things you have to overcome and, and do the best that you can, just like I'm sure Brad K did, obviously. Mm-hmm. He won the race. Any day, any race sticks out in particular? No, I, I mean, I actually had one where I was unable to perform, and that's probably the one that sticks out because I, I literally could not stand up. Yeah. What race was it? It was Martinsville of, I don't know, a couple years ago. But I literally threw up the whole way there, and I was stuck in the hauler. I could not keep my eyes open. I who filled in move. for you? 
Um, that's a great you question. Never, I, I was stood in for you. Yeah, I have no clue, <laughs> but it was terrible. So, I mean, I've been to the, obviously on the other end where I was unable to perform, and that was an awful feeling. Well, you alluded to the this early in the show that you know y'all were y'all underperformed at Atlanta. You know, as it relates to the car and yeah. um, where you finished. Talk about your pit stops. How was your day overall? From so, your eyes, I, it's one of those days. Like when the when the car is um. When they're having a bad day with the car, obviously that requires us to do more work during our pit stop. As far as adjustments are Making concerned. adjustments, trying to figure out what we need to do. If it's rubbers, like track, we now have the track bar, which we didn't have last year. So that adds another um, adjustment that we can make. So overall, we did a, we did a great job and we did a, our jobs and got the adjustments done that the, the crew chief needed. And we moved forward with the car. Um, had a little bad luck at the end, but... Overall, we we did our jobs. It was just it was a rough day because we had to make those adjustments. I know you keep um, team information to the team, but can you give us a little insight to how your Monday morning meeting went? Um, I mean, everyone was down because overall the cars didn't perform as as we thought they should have. Um, but with the new package, <laughs> the um, package. <laughs> I mean, there's there's lessons to be learned. There's things. I mean, we know where. We'll, where we went wrong now so we can move forward. And, and that's kind of the end goal. Like we can't just worry about Atlanta for the rest of the year. We have to worry about Vegas. It's the next race coming up. Well, um, Chad, I have to say there's been a lot of excitement with you coming on the show with uh, the young athletes that I'm around. And they've actually tweeted out some questions for you while they're, while they're, you're mm-hmm. in here with me. So Brianna Daniels is asking you, Chad, I need to ask you a question since you're going to be on the MRN Crew Call Show today. What advice would you give a third-year tire changer looking to attract the eye of a top 10 race team? Mm, that's a great question. Um, I, It just comes down to performance and, and work. At, like we talked about professionalism earlier. Mm-hmm. Like That's a huge thing. Like holding yourself. Absolutely. The way you hold yourself, the way you do your job. No matter if you think you're on a, a lower tier team, you're still doing it to the best of your ability. Yes. That's, that's the key. And then at that, you work on your craft. Yep. And that, that's a great point you touched on because when you are working with teams out of the top 10, you have to realize as a young crew member that all the other teams get to see you perform. Because if you are a lap down or you're not on that lead lap, you don't pit when the lead lap car is pit. You're pitting on your own when the other lap down cars pit. Therefore, all the top tier teams, they get to watch you perform. So Absolutely. you have no, to treat it no that pressure. way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no pressure or anything. Okay, we got another question. This comes from Keiston, France. He said, Chad, what are some tips and tricks? What are some tips and or tricks to prevent loose lug nuts during a pit stop? So Keiston is a tire changer, obviously. He's like, what are some tips and tricks? <laughs> I mean that loose lug nuts. Yeah, that's that's just focusing on your craft once again. Like, make sure your air pressures are right. Make sure you're hitting square lug nuts. You see every lug nut. I mean, it's one of those things that if you just start skipping over and going for speed instead of accuracy, you're gonna you're probably gonna have a few loose lugs. Okay, good point. That was for Keiston. And last one coming from Jarek Newsom. How did you train to be so fast around the rear of the race car when transitioning? from the right side to the left side of the race car. Mm. I feel that kind of comes from where you're, you grew up, like what you did growing up. Like you work on your footwork. They're crying. They're trying to get the the, the info from you, man. I don't know how much information I actually want (laughs) to give. I feel like I got a few years left. (laughs) They're trying Um, to get it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, we do a lot of ladder drills, a lot of footwork. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in in college or whatever sport you played, you you had to work on your footwork, and I think that's that's key. Okay, body control. Now, Nicole Lyons mm. has a few questions for you as well that she submitted, and um, the first question begins with Chad Averett. How long does it take you to get ready to go out for the evening? Two part question. And does your hair care allow you to get ready in less than 45 minutes? Oh, yeah, easy. <laughs> I've got it down to a science. I've been doing it so long. I'd say roughly 30 minutes and I'm good to go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Here's another one for you. So you run out with your tire carrier and you know it's a time when you both are going to get hit by the race car, yet one person can be saved from the hit. Do you push your tire carrier out of the way? And take the hit, or do you escape and let your carrier roll over the hood? Well, that's an easy question because you're sitting here asking me. How would I react? I have no clue. What am I going to say? I'm going to push my tire carrier out of the way and take the hit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's every man for himself right there. Right? Hey, maybe that would be my reaction. But hey, right now I'm going to say I'd, I'd save him. I've been hit by a few cars and never have I had a – did I feel a nudge of a hand of a changer? Yeah, you should have. Cha- you should have been my character. Looking out for me <laughs> and my well-being. <laughs> okay. All right, Rock, what are you, you drive me crazy, you're sloppy because you're all balanced. Oh gosh, that's a good one. Yeah, exactly. Only you. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Daryl. Our producer, Daryl, is the comedian. But um, okay, and the last one coming from Nicole. Describe the most fulfilling moment you have ever experienced in your career at NASCAR. I mean, that's a pretty broad question but that is a broad question um i think there's a couple like a couple of my i mean there's so many memorable ones when we won the brickyard with jeff and mm-hmm. then his last race at martinsville that was a huge one and then obviously now i have chase's first cup win so i think there's mm-hmm. been a few that i've had at hendrick that um that have definitely been memorable a few yeah well that's a, a good few. problem to have yeah <laughs> well i have a personal question for you you know Chad, how long do you foresee yourself as a top-tier tire changer in this sport, performing at a – you seem like the type of guy I feel like if you couldn't do it at a high level, you wouldn't do it at all, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, at 25, I, I got at least 15 years left, right? <laughs> you you right. <laughs> yeah, you're in there, man. You're in there. I mean, so great talking to you today, Chad. Um, I, I have a little bit more. I'm, can you stick around a little bit longer? Sure, I got a minute. Y'all stay by your phones. We'll be right back. Who's Rocco? Rocco, my boy, you know? You know Rocco? Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Moneyline, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. 
This is America's most powerful financial membership. Moneyline. Here we roar. All right, all right, all right, and we are back with the MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. I'm in studio with the Chad Averett, rear tire changer for the number nine, driven by Chase Elliott. It's a Chevy Camaro ZL1. I just like saying that. Is it just my opinion, or do the, do the cars look better this year? I mean, they look great. They I look good. The they Don't look you good. drive one? No. Oh. I don't. I would assume you did. I drive a foreign right now. Mm. I'm in a foreign. But anyways. <laughs> nice so, car. Who were you pitted next to? Because um, what cars were you pitted next to this? Uh, the 37 race? was behind us, and ooh, who was in front of us? I only pay attention to who's behind us, <laughs> to be honest. But, hey, well, you do know Anthony Pursuit. I Anthony, do. Anthony Pursuit um, is a Hendrick employee, a Hendrick recruit or athlete, I should say. And I guess uh, maybe you can explain if, Hen- if Anthony Pursuit works for Hendrick Motorsports, why was he on a 37 car? So at Hendrick Motorsports, our, um, I guess originally they were developed, but now there are backups, mm-hmm. um, work for JTG on Sundays. Okay. So they pit the 47 and the 37, and that's to get them reps and, and make sure they're prepared to go in if one of us was to go down. Well, he went down, and I just wanted to bring that up because it was a very, I don't know, I just, I hate to see that happen, you know, to any athlete over the wall, but he was pinned between the wall and the race car of the 52, driven by uh, B.J. McLeod. And basically, it was one of those unfortunate events where you couldn't predict anything like that to happen, where a car that is pitted behind the 37, correct, was spun yes. out and fishtailed and swerved within the pit box and pinned the gas man in the team on the, in the stall directly in front of them to the wall. He ended up suffering um, the injuries where Pursuit suffered a broken fibula, a torn at ACL, and other injuries to his right leg during uh, Sunday's Fields of Honor Quick Trick 500. So thoughts and prayers go out to Anthony. You know, he's a tough guy. You know, he played football as well and um, speedy recovery as well. I don't know the time frame on that type of uh, recovery, but make sure that when you see him, let him know that we are crew caller. Oh, absolutely. He's definitely a tough guy. He tried to walk it off. Um, really? Yeah. So, yeah, he, after they kind of checked it out, he got up. He's like, oh, maybe I think I'm okay. And they were like, no, you you need to go to the <laughs> hospital. Man. Yeah, but that yeah. is tough. Well, I know I know you're already aware of this, Chad, but um, on MRN Crew Call, we, we created a 2019 Clutch Coffee Bar Performers to Watch in 2019. And um, okay. if we could bring that list up, you know, this is um, – something that I'm very proud of, that we can expose the guys that are doing an awesome job and have been doing an awesome job for multiple years. On the first, we have Cam Waugh from the number 18 front tire changer. Do you know Cam? Uh, yeah, I definitely know Cam. Worked with him for a little, little while. Well, TJ Ford is on the number 18 as well, so those two representatives from number 18 as a jack man. What do you know about TJ? I know he recently got married. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, congratulations, TJ Ford, Shane Papalia. What do you know about Shane? Uh, I worked with Shane a few years too. He was um, back at Red Bull. He he helped out for a little while. So he's well deserving of somebody to watch Absolutely. out for. Coleman Dalahai. We all know Coleman. Coleman has been around since the dinosaurs, hasn't he? And he's still <laughs> doing it, right? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm you, too young. 
You don't know him. <laughs> 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 He's going to love that one. And, and finally, who's that guy that we have on the on the far right, Chad Avery? Oh, apparently I made it. 2019. I'm honored. Clutch performers. Performers to watch. Top 25 to watch. So this list is basically every week we're going to have five individuals that we're going to showcase on a list to watch. And then after the sixth race, we will be um, finished with an updating or official rankings per position. Okay. So are you bringing them back in? Like, should I just plan on being here in six weeks? I'll stick it on my calendar. Uh, you're, you're Molly Fuller. So you think you're going to be on that top Hey, you five brought me here. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You might be on that list. You might right. be. We'll see. But like I said, um, it's, it's going to be fun to watch because with the races that we have coming up with Las Vegas, it'll be another triple header in Las Vegas. Then we have Phoenix after that. And then what's after Phoenix? Is that Fontana? California. Fontana, hometown race for you. Is that a hometown race for you? Do you look uh, at it like that? I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's kind of just as close um, to my hometown as Phoenix would be. Mm-hmm. So I, I lived in Phoenix. I've never lived in Fontana technically. Okay. So <laughs> either way, I'd, I'll take either one. Are you excited about this week? What do you oh, got to look forward to for Vegas? Um, I mean, it's their slick pit boxes. We just have to prepare, you know. Mm. Um. When are you flying out? Uh, flying out Saturday morning. Saturday morning. So that gives you a full day Saturday to rehydrate, stay off your feet in Absolutely. your hotel, to get ready yeah. for that Vegas race Sunday, yeah. right? I mean, it could be hot. So, yeah, definitely. A lot, a lot of hydration. hydration in your room. What hotel are you staying at? Uh, Aria, I believe. Are you at the Aria? Mm-hmm. What room number are you in? I don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Chad, we wish you all the luck. First of all, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, thank you for all the advice you gave the, the young athletes who are looking to be in the position that you're in. And uh, definitely good luck for you in Las Vegas. And we look forward to having you on again when that list comes out, right? Perfect. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. I'm Rocco Williams, and uh, thanks for listening. MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. Peace. Peace.